car dealers have just started begging for a government bailout thanks to the zombie apocalypse. They're running out of toilet paper apparently, which I think you'd agree is a serious issue for such a significant group of assholes. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au, the place where Australian new car buyers save thousands off their brand new cars. Hit me up on the website for that. Dealers are big employers, pay large amounts of taxes and duties, and operate as generous and upstanding corporate citizens in the communities they serve. That is James Vortman. Or Jimbo Vortibartfast, as I prefer to think of him. Man who could have been cartoon Clark Kent, yes, but chose instead to be the CEO of the AAADA, the Australian Automotive Asshole Dealers Association. I think that covers them all, pretty much, certainly the majority. He made that statemently, statemently, apparently. With a straight face, which I must say is a challenge to which I doubt I would be up. And a quick note to all you grammarian OCD types out there, you know who you are. Yes, that was a sentence ending in a preposition, which is quite okay, as long as it doesn't roll off the tongue. Bad. Badly. Whatever. Allow me to retort to Jimbo on behalf of sanity. Dear Jimbo. I'd suggest that car dealers do not, quote, serve communities. They sell cars and parts and servicing. That's pretty much all they do. They are neither generous nor upstanding. Unless, of course, you are talking about car dealers in a completely different universe. And don't take just my word for that. The ACCC is deeply concerned about the level of non-compliance with the Australian consumer law in the new car industry. That's Rod Sims there, big cheese of the toothless tiger we know as the ACCC, August 2017, following an extensive investigation into the car industry, which revealed some pretty grubby conduct by those allegedly generous, upstanding community servers. One woman reported to the ACCC she was having transmission problems with her new car. When she took it back to the dealer to try and enforce her consumer rights, she was blamed for the problem and advised to drive more like a man. This advice was provided even though the car model had a known defect with its transmission and she was entitled to a remedy. That is a direct quote stemming from that ACCC investigation. An example perhaps of serving a member of the community and electing not to use lubricant while doing so. The AAADA member in action right there, perhaps. So, Jimbo... Poor strategy there, mate, playing the altruism card in need of support. Free advice, personal opinion. Dealers are a friggin' plague showcasing the worst anti-consumer behaviour across the entire commercial domain. And as for these friggin' taxes and duties which they allegedly, quote, pay, they don't pay them, the customer pays them. That's on the sale contract for 
every new car. Stamp duty, registration fee, etc. The customer pays. All the dealer does is collect the payment and remit those funds paid by the customer to the friggin' government, mate. So I call bullshit on that too. Frankly, governments need to understand that new car dealers operate on very low profit margins and turnover alone is not a metric that can be used to determine their survivability in such adverse trading conditions. That's Jimbo Vortibartfast again, and I'd say he's nothing if not enthusiastic. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Jimbo, for highlighting the terrible problem of poverty among car dealers those altruistic, tax-paying, community-serving dealer principles and their atrociously low profit margins. They're out there sleeping rough, living in their cars, strapping on the same old tailor-made Versace suit every day, that tag hoyer, motivated by the selfless goal of paying more and more taxes and duties and serving their communities ever more diligently. Yes, Gandhi and car dealers. The Red Cross and car dealers. Médecins Sans Frontières and car dealers. Bogart, Bacall and car dealers. Fred and Ginger and friggin' car dealers. Hashtag respect. Graceful, seamless partnerships all. I think you'd agree. It's such emphatic bullshit, personal opinion. Back when I was a consultant to the car industry, okay, running events and stuff like that, I was retained for this car industry event at the Palazzo Versace on the Gold Coast, which is the kind of place Satan would book out for the second coming, you know, like if Las Vegas was already taken, and face it, it would be. The event that we're talking about here is a dealer conference, okay? And the term conference in this context is entirely promiscuous, semantically. It's a real expensive piss-up that the car maker hosts to get their dealer network revved up about the year ahead. That's all it is. There's like 200 car dealers and sales managers and their third or fourth wives, sometimes both, packed into this massive ballroom, having a conference kickoff piss-up and gluttony competition. Yes. So it's like fake tits, ball gowns, Botox, bad Armani and Rolexes, lots of hair product and conflicting cologne. I can smell it even now. Right stretching over the friggin' horizon in this place, okay? And they're all mainlining Verve, Clicko, and they're chucking back 20-buck beers and they're bitching and moaning rather loudly about how there's just no money in selling new cars anymore. Completely blind to the hypocrisy of adopting this position in that place. Like, take a look around, mother lovers! You are standing at the epicentre of your own null hypothesis. With state and federal governments issuing advice strongly discouraging the public from leaving home, the number of people visiting dealerships is severely restricted. New car dealers across Australia have mostly managed to keep their doors open and service the needs of their customers, but we are concerned the impact of the zombie apocalypse will push some dealers over the edge. Jimbo Vortibartfast again there, and to his members, I would say, 
Join the friggin' club, dickheads. It's gonna be a tough few months, okay, for Shitsville, for the world, for ordinary people, for businesses. We're all in this together, so man up and deal with it. Cars are gonna keep breaking down and you're gonna keep fixing them and supplying the parts. And yeah, okay, sales are going to be slow, but they're not gonna be zero. And the real story here, I think you'd find, is that the car industry has been experiencing 24 months of what those other barrow-pushing assholes, the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industry assholes, would call negative growth, but which non-assholes everywhere would simply refer to as falling sales. Car dealers are just feeling bitch-slapped at the moment that the government is splashing cash at small business and they've been left out of the feeding frenzy. Bastards. This is an excuse to grab some cash in the face of a decline in sales that started two frigging years ago. The pain car dealers are in right now has nothing to do with the fact that brain-dead zombies have stripped supermarket shelves of toilet tissue and hand sanitizer. It just doesn't. The fact is, the Shitsville new car market has grown unsustainably, and it is currently over-serviced with automotive brands and their dealers, and it is experiencing a correction. Dealers have systematically exploited customers over things like finance for so long that the regulators have had to step in and protect ordinary consumers from their disgraceful practices. So I would say to Jimbo and his members, it is time for some healthy attrition. Bring it on. I've had a gutful of businesses like car dealers spending all their time bitching about big government, the burden of tax and compliance, regulation of the financial services sector, etc., moaning like spoiled little bitches when the times are good, right? And then when things go tits up commercially, the first thing those morally ambivalent cockheads do is they get down on their knees and they beg to commence, let's call it docking procedures with some taxpayer funding. Yes. To dealers and Jimbo, Vorti, whatever, I would say, mate, leave the Australian taxpayer out of your grubby negotiations on this because you're asking ordinary Aussie taxpayers to prop you up. And frankly, I would argue that Mr and Mrs taxpayer out there have had a gutful of propping up the automotive industry. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Didn't work out so well. Surely there are more pressing matters to address at this confronting time. You neocon dealer assholes have absolutely no right to beg for socialised welfare, particularly as you so detest socialised everything else. You hate contributing for the greater good. You resent every cent you've ever paid to the government. I'd say you are therefore not entitled to an each-way bet of such enormously hypocritical proportions. If you dealer mother lovers really need financial support at this confronting time, you know, balls in a vice, and we all know that's unpleasant. Except, of course, if the vice is made of neoprene and a Ming mole is turning the screw for a couple of hundred bucks an hour, just saying. 
if you are in that position, okay, how about you dealers make the submission for that support to the parent car makers whose products you sell? They're the ones with a vested interest in keeping you afloat. If you need assistance, perhaps you should be looking at them to provide it and not all of us. I wish you every success with that, frankly, but I'm not confident you'll succeed, not at all. Do let me know how that submission goes, however, because I'll bet the farm you're going to get a two-word response. The one involving sex and travel.